This message comes from NPR sponsor Patreon, allowing creators to build real, sustainable income through the direct support of their fans. If you're a creator, sign up on Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, and start building the steady income stream you deserve. It's New Music Friday for January 26th. From All Songs Considered, I'm Robin Hilton. You know, every Friday, it's like the greatest holiday of the year. It's the day when lots of new albums drop. Happens every week. It's like we get to do this every week. We get new music every Friday, new albums. And with so many great records to hear, it's hard to know where to start. So we're going to do a quick run through the ones that we think are essential, listening the full albums worth listening to in their entirety and available to hear starting today. I am joined by NPR Music's Sydney Madden. Good morning. And Lars Gottrich. What's up? And we're going to move pretty fast, starting off with new music from guitarist, singer, and riff rock monster god, Ty Siegel. album from Ty Siegel is called Freedom's Goblin. This song's actually a cover of a disco hit, Everyone's a Winner. Oh, really? Yeah. Ty Siegel, it's, I'm the biggest fan probably on the team of his music, and I think it's hard to overstate how insanely prolific this guy is. He puts out a record or two every year. There's 19 songs on this one. It's a double album, and I think he's yet to really step on a rake in this remarkable run. He is consistently, I think, pretty rewarding. Lots to dig into with this one, Freedom's Goblin. I think he's I think he's kind of amazing. Jason Heller did our first listen on this and he wrote that Ty Siegel is a scholar of rock and that Freedom's Goblin may be his PhD thesis, which I will go along with that. I think that's pretty spot on. Alright, up next, the band No Age, Snares Like a Haircut. the first album in five years by uh, the L.A. duo, and they've been around for over a decade now. They took a break to become dads, and their last record was called An Object. It came out on Sub Pop, and it was kind of like their weirder record, but they had always been a weird band to begin with, but it was kind of divisive. And this new record, I never like to say it's a re- never like to say return to form because it sounds like a little reductive. 
but No Age is definitely looking back a little bit to their roots and doing more of the stripped down, windows down rock and roll that a lot of people came to love them for, but there's far more intention behind the production. It sounds great. And the sound we're hearing right now is called Drippy. No Age Snare's Like a Haircut, just one of the many albums out today. And up next, maybe the most anticipated record of the week, Migos, Culture <laughs> 2. Definitely one of the most anticipated hip-hop records of 2018. It's released almost on the one-year anniversary of their sophomore album, Culture, and it really shows the trio going into overdrive. Last year with Culture, it was kind of their big break into the mainstream with Bad and Bougie going number one, but there are producer credits on this album that are very true to their original brand, like Zaytoven, Cardo, and Metro Boomin, but they also managed to nab beats from Pharrell and Kanye West. In fact, Quavo has been kind of a mentee to Kanye, and he's, Kanye is teaching him beats in the studio. The features on this album are also next level. You got Drake, 2 Chainz, Big Sean, Gucci Mane, and more. Roll-off for this album is a little bit unorthodox compared to what they've done before. There's been a level of secrecy with Culture 2 that they didn't have with the first Culture. There's been no advanced pre, pre-release pre streams, and it was shrouded in a little bit of controversy. What was that? Well, Offset, one of the Migos members, the one who was dating Cardi B, hip-hop Cinderella story, he <laughs> dropped a line that was seen as homophobic in a song back in December 2017 with YFN Lucci. I'm not going to say what the line was here, but he did receive a significant amount of flack for it. Offset later apologized for the remark, and he said he didn't mean it in the way it was taken. And even though it did get a little bit of flack, I doubt this negative press will cause some collateral damage with the streams or the sales of Culture 2. Culture 2 out now, and the song that we're hearing right now is is one of the few singles that they released ahead of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, ahead of yeah, Superstars. All right, we're going to completely switch gears here uh, and go to a completely different sound. The band is mimicking birds and their new album, Layers of Us. album again from Mimicking Birds is Layers of Us and this song is Dust Layers, a band from Portland, Oregon. They make very hazy, dreamy rock. They've toured and collaborated a lot with Modest Mouse over the years. They remind me a lot of Not A Surf. NPR Music's Stephen Thompson turned me on to this band, which doesn't surprise me because I know he's also a big Not A Surf fan. But the previous records by Mimicking Birds have been 
kind of dark at times. And this new in Layers of Us, it, it feels like it's maybe a little less so. But sonically, they stay very much in their lane on this one. Lots of multi-layered songs, maybe a bit more synth on this one, but very rich and warm. There's always a little mystery in their songs. But if you like your, your music gauzy and ethereal with a little beat behind it, a little soft, <laughs> a little soft around the edges, check out Mimicking Birds, the record Layers of Us. All right, totally switching gears again. The Spook School, could it be different? The answer is yes. <laughs> Yes, the name of the album is called Could It Be Different? This is the third record by the Scottish indie pop band Spoo School. Their hooky indie pop is more on the punk side of Twee. They've been around for a bit, but I've only really just gotten into them. And their songs are just so effusively catchy. And their songs are so incredibly self-deprecating, but very loving. And they tend to be about gender, sexuality, and, and kind of queer issues. This is one of the ones I thought was a, one of the catchier tracks on it. I also kind of like how this song starts to fall apart at the end. You know, they, they stop singing in unison. They're kind of singing over each other and everyone's a little off. <laughs> yeah. The Spook School record, Best of Intentions. Okay, up next, Craig David. The time is now. Paradise in our mind. 
The record from Craig David again is The Time Is Now. Sydney, why are we talking about this one? Well, Craig David, R&B fans know him from the early 2000s, but he's back with his seventh studio album, 15 tracks, and he's kind of going in a different direction in terms of collaborations. He collabed with DMV rapper Goldlink, UK rapper AJ Tracy, and the song we're hearing features the UK band Bastille. And this is actually one of my favorite songs off the album. It shifts your image of what Craig David is a little bit to the left. And I reached out to David before the album dropped and he told me, and I'm quoting him here, I'm really excited about the Kalanis of the world. I'm excited about Anderson Pack, Goldlink, Khalid. All of these artists are reaching for new ways to tell stories, which what makes R&B and hip hop so amazing. I want to be the same way Jay-Z collaborates with Linkin Park. That's so cool. I have never been a huge fan of contemporary R&B, but I have found myself in the past year listening to more than ever before. I, I recognize that shift I think he's talking yeah. about. Yeah, R&B is in a great space this year, and with the 15 tracks, it, it gives you a few different types of stories. It has a couple tropical feels, and I, listening to it, I kept thinking, oh, if Brown Sugar were to have a sequel, this would be the soundtrack to the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> I would listen, yeah, uh, okay, now I'm gonna listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There are obviously so many more records that we're never going to get to uh, that are out today. And I have one more that I want to play a bit from. But before we do that, let's do a quick run through of some ones that we're not going to get to play. First of all, the Niels Fromm record, which we just did a first listen on. We also mm -hmm. just had it on all songs. have to mention that that one's out now. Calexico, their record, The Thread That Keeps Us, is out now. And Mary Gaucher, just an incredible poet, singer, has her record, Rifles and Rosary Beads, out today as well. What else? There's a new record by the Swedish metal band Tribulation called Down Below. They are flamboyant, flashy, and a lot of fun, but very gothic. So kind of like, uh, imagine if they're kind of like happy goths, but <laughs> not really, <laughs> because they're a metal band. We are so happy. <laughs> Can't you tell? <laughs> but I also want to shout out the uh, new Krungbin record, uh, the Texas Trio. They have a new record out called... Krun Krungbin? Spell I that. I listen... Oh, okay. K-H-R-U-A-N-G-B-I-N. And this is a trio from Texas. This is their second record called Con Todo El Mundo. And I did a track-by-track -track interview with them on our website. Sydney? In the hip-hop world, Harold Giovanni and Cardo, their well-known producer MC duo, they signed to Def Jam at the latter half of 2017, and they're dropping Big Bossing Volume 2. All right, we're going to go out on the band Dream Wife and their self-titled record. This song is called Let's Make Out. Lars, this band started off as kind of a lark, a joke, right, wasn't An it? An art school project, which should make me hate it. Um, <laughs> Just on principle. Just on principle. Yeah, they did like a This Is Spinal Tap style art project, and it turned into a real band. This is a London-based trio, the singers from Iceland. And I'm realizing now as I'm entering my mid-30s, that not only the 90s are retro, but the early 2000s are retro now. Oh, yeah. Which is terrifying to me. I was a college radio DJ in the early 2000s, and during that time, yeah, yeah, yeahs were just coming up, and there's a great band called Life Without Buildings, and they both had very sharp and jittery guitar riffs, but were 
very focused on really hooky melodies and harmonies. And this band is hitting that sweet spot, mm-hmm. like that college radio DJ sweet spot, so deeply that I can't help but fall in love with it, but also feel a little bit crushed by how old it's making me feel a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it occurred to me recently, I thought, there's just no getting around it anymore or even pretending the 90s were genuinely a long time ago. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, thanks so much for this, Sydney. Thank you. Lars. Thank you. I'm Robin Hilton from NPR Music. It's All Songs Considered. Support for this podcast and the following message come from the NPR Wine Club, where every bottle tells a story and NPR shows become wines, like Weekend Edition Cabernet Sauvignon. Available to adults 21 years or older. Learn more at nprwineclub.org.